Hello, this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lydian Ogazi. On any pack of cigarettes sold in Nigeria, there is a boldly written caveat. The Federal Ministry of Health warns that smokers are liable to die young. Now, rather than this admonition dissuading smokers, more Nigerians are getting hooked on tobacco. What an irony. At this point, it is safe to say that cigarette smokers do not care how long they will live or the health risks associated with smoking. If they do, nobody will be a tobacco smoker in Nigeria. Now, despite the risks, why do people keep smoking? Let's find out as my colleague Daniel Luele speaks with some smokers. My name is Musa Adamo. Um, the reason why I smoke is that it gives me this high IQ of reasoning. You know, this life that we are like this, there's no youth reason with a clear mind and a clear eye. So you have to be on some weeds and smoke real hard for you to reason with life. Even as it's written on the fact that smokers are liable to die young and stuff like it has been written over the years. But there are still people that are into it and well, they are healthy. The thing with smoke is that you can't be smoking and you are drinking Gary and you expect you to live healthy. No, you take care of yourself. There are people that they have apps that they take after smoking. They have drugs they use. They have like all these mentors. There are these mentors that you take that will refreshes your lungs and everything. Not you smoking and you are drinking Gary and you expect you to live long. So you smoke to get this eye reasoning. You smoke to get this eye level. Not like you smoke and you will be misbehaving. No, you smoke, you you reason well. Like it gives you this reasoning. I don't know if you get my point. It gives you this reasoning that you would understand everything. Like if you are trying to solve something and it's not coming to you, don't smoke some ties. I bet you would reason well and you would have a clear understanding of how it is. So that's just uh, the major reason why I smoke. Of course, we know smokers are liable to die young. According to the branding, right up. But that's not real to everybody's belief. Everybody with their own thoughts, everybody with their own mentality. In respect to Baba Baba Fela, he was a damn smoker before he died. And according to research, I am sure no research proves that he died of smoking. So, smoking, so no doubt, everybody have their own inspirations and everybody have their own way of being inspired. Smoking, to me, I don't believe, I don't believe, it might, but I don't believe, it's, it's not part of my belief that smokers are liable to die on in as much as I'm working in accordance to my daily routine. I eat good food, I smoke, I have my results while I smoke, and that's all. So, anytime soon, I don't see stopping smoking anytime soon because I enjoy my vibes anytime I smoke. I smoke because now I'm addicted to it and I can't I don't think I can stop. If the government doesn't want us to smoke, they won't sell the smoke at all. But because they know the amount they are generating through the company's tax, that is why they are still allowing the company to sell the smoke. So them writing smokers die young on the pack it's just a scam those were some smokers telling us why they smoke even when they know the repercussion how difficult is it to stop kunle tosan tells us his story it was quite a journey um being able to stop smoking cigarettes and having to quit cigarettes i've been smoking cigarettes since i was 
18 no i've been smoking cigarettes since i was 17 actually and um, i stopped smoking when i was 35. it was quite a journey it was quite um quitting was quite a journey because of how long this addiction had spanned over over almost two decades so initially i started by um due to how i was advised and things i read online i started by reducing the number of um, packs i smoked a day usually i go about two pla two packs a day so i reduced this to about um half a pack a day and that was already quite challenging so eventually i was able to reduce and eventually i stopped the first thing that hit was um the withdrawal symptoms this was quite intense as um i had gotten so used to smoking every two hours or smoking every three hours or more or, or less i mean or in a shorter um time frame so this was quite difficult i had a lot of irritabilities i had um loss of appetite and general body weakness it was quite intense for me but i had to find myself engaging in, in um other activities i joined uh, the gym i joined a dance class and um this also this actually helped me um, a lot physically and psychologically and that was how i was able to break free from the addictions of tobacco and smoking cigarettes um to people okay basically um how i feel now is i feel alive for the first time since i was 17 or let me say for yeah for the first time since i since i started smoking i feel alive i feel healthier i feel stronger i my, I, I i concentrate a lot better um i could feel i can feel myself breathing my lungs are, are a lot healthier so um when they put that um, um tobacco kills and smokers are liable to die young and all that it's they're not um, just giving you an advice they're telling you a fact that smokers are indeed liable to die young and smoking tobacco it's one of the health unhealthiest um, um addictions you could actually find yourself in so um it's better the best time to start or start to quit smoking rather would be yesterday quit smoking today and have a better tomorrow that's right there was kunle tosan a one-time smoker who told us how he managed to stop smoking and how this has changed his life you are listening to nigeria daily coming to you from daily trust we'll be going on break Tuesday. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. The podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. In this episode, we're finding out why smokers keep smoking despite the health risk it poses. Now, before we went on break, we had a chat with some smokers who told us why they keep smoking despite its health risk. We also spoke with a one-time smoker who told us how he conquered the addiction. According to WHO, 
6 million adults and overall 8 million people die as a result of smoking-related diseases every year. In spite of this alarming state, people are not ready to reduce their consumption. Smokers are experiencing glossing the terrifying statistics of smoking, but they don't admit that it can actually take someone's life. But can smoking really take someone's life? Let's have a chat with the medical practitioner. Yes, my name is Dr. Bashir, uh, Federal Medical Center Buso. Yes, it can. It can kill. Of course, there are a lot of diseases that can uh, smoking, smokers, even secondhand smoking can affect. Mm. The one can die as a result of chronic smoking of cigarettes and other related, uh, let's say, drugs, yes. Can you briefly tell us the kind of diseases that smoking can cause? Briefly, just one or two. Yeah, almost almost all the respiratory, uh, the structures of the respiratory tract could be affected by smoking. What I'm trying to say is that uh, tuberculosis, for instance, uh, can be worsened by smokers. Chronic bronchitis. Bronchitis is the inflammation of the respiratory airway that mm. goes down into the lungs that ends in the alveoli and subsequently affecting the structure. So chronic bronchitis, uh, what do you call it? It can even lead to, uh, to to lung cancer, the cancer of the lung, which is deadly, really the one that kills most among smokers. Okay. And how about secondhand smoking? We heard there's a thing like secondhand smoking. Can you briefly tell us what it is and the kind of risk it could possess? Yes, secondhand smoking is when you are smoking primarily mm. and a person is near you. So the blowing of the smoke goes to him unaware. So by the time he stays in such environment, he is called a secondhand smoker. Mm. He's not smoking the secret per se, but the effect of the smoke goes through his nostrils as if he's smoking. Mm. So that's a secondhand smoker. So when he exposes himself to such kind of hazardous uh, thing, uh, that person can be adversely affected as, as if he is a secondhand smoker. That's the person blowing the cigarette or cigarette-like substances. So you're saying that a second-hand smoker can experience bronchitis and possible lung cancer as well? Exactly, because if you see the ingredients that make up the smoke or the cigarette itself, they are nicotine-like chemicals. So by the time somebody smokes it out and somebody inhales it, even if that person is not the primary smoker, those things can be to the lung tissue as a result of long time uh, inhaling of such smoke. That person can develop a lot of complications certain complications yes it can cause secondhand smokers when i say chronic secondhand smoking that means a person is used to sitting where smokers are mm. he is unknowingly inhaling all those dangerous toxins or chemicals that are associated with the cigarette including the nicotine mm. in all those substances in fact it was discovered that there are more than 99 substances that are harmful to the organism through a uh, true cigarette smoking there are what do you call it those that are predisposing people to cancer especially mm-hmm. the cancer of the lungs and the earwigs mm-hmm. so irrespective of whether you are actually smoking the cigarette or you are a passive smoker passive means you are not the person taking it you are passively inhaling what a person is smoking around so when we say cigarette smoking, that does not only mean uh, any uh, this uh, ordinary cigarettes in packets and other things. Like there are a lot of forms of cigarettes, anything containing tobacco, nicotine, and other things like that, including the snuff and snuff-like substances. Okay. So if you if, if if you exhale it, 
and the person sits down for a very long period of time, let's say a year or two or more than that, that person is predisposed okay. to having uh, cancer okay. of the lungs. Let's talk about um, which symptoms of, there are people that stop smoking and they say it's very difficult when you stop smoking. What are the likelihood symptoms people who are addicted to nicotine and tobacco face when they want to stop taking it? Yes, that is the reason why we always advise people who have, have not started smoking not to. Because, as you rightly said, uh, addiction. Once the person is addicted to something, he finds it difficult to stop it. But I can tell you there are patients that through counseling and through a lot of work, especially counseling, they succeed in stopping the cigarette. And you will see that any disease that is as a result of the smoking of the cigarette or tobacco-like substances, as soon as you see smoking, it, all your vital uh, something starts coming back to you. You get mm -hmm. well better. You go back to how you were and other things like that. And then, uh, as you are talking about complications, as I have said, you are predisposed to having pneumonia. No, I mean, pneumonia I mean, as in symptoms. You know, people will say, "Oh, when they are about to stop smoking, they were experiencing chills and all and all and all of that." Does the same happen? Yes, yes. You see, these are these are what we call withdrawal syndrome. Uh, in medicine, we call it withdrawal syndrome. When you are addicted to a certain nicotine, be it cigarette or alcohol or any other substance, you find out that the moment you start uh, trying to leave it permanently and abruptly, you start uh, developing some symptoms like tremor. Tremor means your hands will have will be having some fine movement, and you will be restless. You can even start vomiting. Uh, weight loss and like that mm -hmm. and you find that most of them are either admitted in the hospital or they have a special place where they are they are being treated uh, so as to gradually and slowly make them withdraw from the effect uh, of, of the cigarette smoking or any tobacco like substance you cannot just withdraw it suddenly okay. so by the time you withdraw it suddenly you will be having tremor you will be having hallucinations You'll be having a lot of other things that are associated with withdrawal syndrome. And when it passes, you're okay? Yeah, when it passes, if you endure that stage mm. of withdrawal syndrome, as have the tremor, mm. the vomiting, yes. the weight loss and all, if you are able to withstand them with mm. time, then you are, you'll be able to overcome such dangerous behavior. That right there was a medical practitioner speaking. Once again, health, they say, is wealth. And that wraps up our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now.